Welcome to Understand Murdoch, a podcast from The Post and Courier, South Carolina's largest newspaper. Our award-winning reporters have spent more than a year digging into the Murdoch saga to bring you the latest news and in-depth analysis as we cover the story of drugs, deceit, and death in South Carolina's rural low country. And now we're here to provide quick daily updates on Alec Murdoch's highly anticipated double murder trial in Colleton County. I'm here with Jocelyn Greshik, who's part of our team of reporters in Walterboro, who's covering the Alec Murdoch trial. Jocelyn, you guys heard testimony today from two more law enforcement officials who responded to Moselle on the night of June 7, 2021, when Maggie and Paul Murdoch were killed. Can you give us an overview of what the jurors heard from them today? Yeah. So Dick Harputlian, who's one of Alec's defense attorneys, spent the morning cross-examining an agent from the state law enforcement division named Melinda Worley. And she's a crime scene analyst who's also an expert in tire and shoe impressions, who we heard prosecutors question on Friday. But the defense today scored two big wins this morning through her testimony. First, Harputlian got Agent Worley to admit it's possible for there to have been a second shooter at the dog kennels the night Maggie and Paul were killed. She also admitted deputies who first arrived at the scene may have destroyed some evidence there, including bloody footprints found inside the feed room where Paul died. Okay, and... Uh, At one point, there was a mention of a possible foot impression found on Maggie's leg. Was there any other further mention of that? Yeah, so Agent Worley testified today she didn't document that print as a footwear impression because she wasn't aware of it when she responded to the actual crime scene. I believe she didn't see it for herself until the autopsy. She also couldn't say for certain it came from a shoe, only that it was a man-made pattern. And who was the second law enforcement official to testify on Monday? So prosecutors next called another SLED agent to take the stand, and this was Special Agent Jeff Croft. And we learned a couple important things from him. So Agent Croft's first assignment in the double homicide investigation was to interview a guy named Rogan Gibson who's a friend of the Murdoch family. And Rogan kept his dog at the Murdoch's kennels and was texting and calling Paul the night of June 7th to ask how his dog was doing. And Agent Croft testified that the two of them last spoke on the phone at 8.44 that night. And Rogan texted Paul about five minutes later at 8.49, which is when investigators previously have said Paul's phone shut off. And so Paul never answers this text. And then his friend calls him five more times between 9.10 and 10.08, all of which go unanswered. Rogan also texts Maggie around 9.30, but she never responds either. And he even calls Alec twice right before 10.30, but Alec doesn't answer either. So investigators estimate Paul and Maggie were killed just before nine that night. And so all of these kind of communications were swirling right around the time of their death. Interesting. And so what did Agent Croft do after interviewing Rogan? After the interview, he went to Moselle to cover recover a bunch of weapons and ammunition. 
Agent Croft took stock of one 300 blackout rifle and four 12 gauge shotguns from the family's gun room. And a number of them were loaded with at least one shell ready to be chambered and fired. So it's essentially the Murdochs had several loaded guns inside their home. Yeah, that's right. And did the investigators seize any of these weapons or take any of them? So that's a bit confusing. We don't know if they were seized that day or later, but they we do know that they were seized at some point because the weapons were presented in the courtroom today. We just don't know if it was in June or later on in the investigation. And were those any of those weapons the actual murder weapons? So investigators have said they don't have either murder weapon but they do know what type of weapons killed Maggie and Paul. And they believe a 300 blackout rifle like the one found at Moselle killed Maggie while Paul was killed with a 12 gauge shotgun, like a number of which were recovered from the hunting property. Okay. And did Agent Croft do anything else at Moselle that day? Yeah, so after getting the guns, he went down to the shed near the crime scene and actually searched through trash down there. And he found a credit card statement totaling $1,021.10 from the designer store Gucci, and someone had circled something on the receipt. Did they say that that had any uh, value or was related to anything? No, so that was the weird thing. Prosecutors didn't really question Agent Croft about this credit card statement beyond just sort of introducing it as evidence. And they didn't really talk about how it might relate to the murders, though it is worth noting that Alex's defense attorneys didn't object to them introducing the evidence. So we'll see if it gets brought up during his cross-examination tomorrow. Okay. And I saw that Agent Croft also interviewed Alec a few days after the murders. Can you tell us a little bit about what came from that interview and uh, how it went? Yeah. So the remainder of his testimony centered around this interview, which took place June 10th, 2021, which prosecutors played in full for the jury. And SLED agents asked Alec to take them through his actions the day of the murders. And his alibi is largely the same as what he offered law enforcement in the initial interview they did with him that night. Uh, you know, I, I really can't remember what I did Monday. I know I went to work, okay. but, you know, I think I was dragging a little bit from the weekend mm-hmm. and that I went to work. Um, I usually mess around on my farm and then I go to work. Um, I was at work, okay. um, you know. Were you at the office in Hampton? Or? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So I was at my office in Hampton. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I was just at my office doing... Legal work? Yes, sir. I'm sure I can go back and probably recreate some specifics if you need me to, but I can't, like, sit here and recall on the top of my head exactly mm-hmm. what I was working on. I know one thing I was working on um, was we had some... We had some big motions coming up in a um, Dominion Energy case. I was getting ready for those. And uh, I was getting ready for some motions. I'm a defendant in a civil case involving my son. I told you about Mm -hmm. the boat wreck. Yes, sir. And there were some motions coming up in that on Thursday. And I was mostly just getting ready for those things. And then this is in response to a 
question as to what he was doing the day of the murders? That is correct, yes, sir. And he said he was working on some motions in the Dominion Energy case and then also where he's a personally a defendant in the boat case. Is that correct? That is correct, and that's yes, That's what sir. he said he was doing the day of the murders. Is that right? That is correct, yes, sir. Thank you. So he says he went to work. He got back early to Moselle so he and Paul could ride around the farm together. Um, so he got home a little early. I left a little early. So he and I could knock around and we knocked around for, you know, just doing things we like to do out there. Okay. You know, we're riding around looking at um, um, food plots, looking, you know, look, looking for hogs, a little bit of target shooting. And... Alex said Maggie wasn't home when he got back from work, but she was definitely there by the time Alec and Paul had returned to the house, and then they all ate dinner together. Then he says Maggie left to go down to the kennels, and Paul left the house too, though Alec wasn't totally sure where he went. And then Alec said he took a nap, he got up at some point to go visit his mother, and then he returned to an empty house. I left my mom's, and uh... I went back home, I got to the house, uh, I went inside, nobody was there. I got in the car, I went back to the kennels and, you know. And you, when you went back to the kennels besides Maggie and Paul, did you see anybody, any cars? I didn't see take, anything take right then, no sir. Take your time. You know, I saw Maggie and I saw Paul laying down. I knew, you know, I didn't know, you know, I knew it was bad. I went over there and, you know, I saw it. Yeah. And, you know, I called 911. Okay. And so what can we expect when court resumes tomorrow? So tomorrow we'll start with Alex defense attorneys cross-examining Agent Croft, who spent the majority of today, like we just discussed, introducing all this evidence about this new interview with Alec and um, his interviewing Rogan, um, Paul's friend. That's all we have for now. For more in-depth coverage of this trial, as well as the latest news on the Murdoch story at large, stay tuned to postandcourier.com slash Murdoch. You can find us on Twitter at Post and Courier. We would love if you could send questions, feedback, and tips to our Murdoch email address. That's Murdoch at postandcourier.com. And please also take a minute to leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you next time.